Well, it's been a little bit, and we are back. Uh, Maddie, welcome mm. back. And we are yep. joined by a return guest with a pretty amazing accomplishment last week, uh, Selena McMichael. Maddie, how's it been this time off? I we, missed we you. Yeah, it's been a long hiatus. How many days has this been? I feel like it's been, I said to myself the other day, I was like, it feels like, I've, I think I've done this before. It felt like many weeks, so. It's nice. That tells me that we're having a good time, right? I always miss this. <laughs> good time. So, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you're back. A vacation. Yeah, I think. I yeah. Was- so, so yeah. Even, pod- even podcasters yeah. need their vacations. <laughs> yeah. Really, <laughs> guess so. So, um, Selena, welcome yeah. back. Congratulations! Mm. You finished the Boston Marathon, your first Boston Marathon. Um, Thank you. What was going through your mind when you crossed the finish line? Like, t- tell us a little bit about sure. you know, your, your journey on the actual race. And we want to dive into a little bit of your story, too. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I know. I can dive right in. You want me to s- start with the finish or start, start with the, the finish and we'll, we'll go backwards? Okay. Yeah. Back Choose your own your adventure. Journey, yeah, it's your journey. Okay. We're following you. Okay. All right. Um, so starting... At the finish is kind of like going, yeah, it's like kind of like going backwards for me to to tell it that way. So the finish, it was it was a little bit surreal. I I feel like the last um, mile um, was definitely kind of found definitely found the second wind with the last mile. Yeah. Uh, before the last mile, it, it gets pretty daunting. You know, it's kind of like those dark the dark zone. <laughs> I've I've come. To, to label it this this time around um and this did happen in my training as well it's kind of like I trained up to mile 21 this year okay. and it was kind of like each long run that like kind of dark place would come pretty close to the end um but not exactly the end it's kind of like that last mile you're always like I got this I'm like so close you're now almost there oh that carries you home but um so mile 26 into the finish line was just amazing you know um I was like very lucky to run for Teddy's team and have my name literally right here on my (laughs) so everyone was screaming my name you know from from the beginning all the way to the finish (laughs) um so you know it was that was definitely carrying me through that last you know, mile or even less um, because your mind definitely p- plays some really, really hard tricks on you. Even like a half mile from the finish, you're still questioning, should I pick up the pace? Is that, am I like far, like close enough to the finish that I can actually pick up my pace <laughs> kind of thing? Yeah. It, Cause uh, you know, the last, I don't know, it's just those last, that last stretch is, it's just brutal. Um but I, I had definitely kind of, I would say from mile 25 and a half to 26.2, I was doing pretty good because, um, and, and crossing the finish line, I was definitely ready to finish, if that makes yeah. sense. It does. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I was definitely yeah. ready to finish. I was definitely ready to see some friends and family. The course is so um, congested with spectators everywhere. It's really hard to find your friends and family. So even though my... Most of my family was right at the Lennox, which is very, very close to the finish. I, I never actually saw them. They could see me. 
Yeah. But I was on the opposite side of the road. I didn't, I didn't see them, you know, kind of like I see it in videos afterwards. There's so <laughs> um, many people there. There's just so, it's just a mass of people. Yeah. Yeah. And because everyone's screaming my name, I couldn't really pick out the family like member. Certain people, and, it probably becomes yeah. like a blur at some point here. It yeah. does. Yeah. That final ending, uh, every road marathon I've ever done is definitely a blur. It's definitely yeah. is like, like you, you're not really hearing or seeing a lot, yeah. <laughs> or at least I, at least I wasn't. So yeah. yeah. Well, we were talking about that earlier too. It's the, it's yeah. the mental, it's the mental and the physical and to your point, you're like, you're in it and you've like, so exhausted. You're at the end of this journey and yeah. there's all these people, like how you would even be able to pick those people out. Although I think I wondered, um, some people I've read some stories where some people said there's like this weird moment. And maybe if you do more of them, you, mm-hmm. you, you get to this point where you like everything, everybody other than the people you wanted to see as you're finishing sort of like blur and you can just oh, like walk in, especially too, because you were telling yeah. us like Teddy's mm-hmm. team set set your family up with like a little bit of a VIP experience. So I wonder if that's something that you can look forward yeah. to next time. Oh, definitely. Definitely. For sure. And um, I definitely was very focused on seeing Teddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Teddy Bruski and his wife, Heidi, um, yeah. were up next. They were up in a balcony. So they are really high up in the building, literally hanging out the window. So, <laughs> you know. And um, he just does that for all the runners. For some of the runners, he was right down, like on the street, kind of helping them to cross the finish line. Um, But um, yeah, so I just remember looking at the Lennox, didn't see my family. I was just like looking for Teddy. (laughs) (laughs) I saw him hanging out the window and I just gave him the wave. And that was... That and he's definitely. a Boston celebrity too. So yeah. like everyone yeah. wants to see Teddy Bruski in Boston. Yeah. Right? yeah. So tell us a little bit for people that didn't hear your first episode, tell yeah. us a little bit about Teddy's team and, and what you were running for, because it is an yeah. amazing story. I tweeted out the link and I'm not a, a Twitter guy, but I was tweeting out awesome. the link and then I had people reaching out to me like, is this a good handbook for stroke awareness? And I'm like, I am not a doctor. Like, <laughs> I, I, like I am yes. just someone doing a podcast, <laughs> but yeah. we have amazing guests. So tell us a little bit oh. if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. So I ran for Teddy's team, Teddy, uh, um, is Teddy Bruski, of um, former Patriot, um, is a two-time stroke survivor. And um, created Teddy's team, I believe, I think it's 18 years ago. Um, So it's been going, he's been doing this for quite some time with the Boston Marathon and other marathons now too. Um, Just raising money for stroke awareness, stroke survivors, and and stroke research. So um, yeah, I, and the reason why I joined Teddy team is because I'm also, I'm a stroke survivor. I have had five strokes in my lifetime and I'm here um, to advocate for other people that have gone through what I went through or, or possibly a lot worse. Um, in my um, time from being on Teddy's team alone, I have two close friends that have had strokes um, and that's close friends. That doesn't include people you know out yeah, there that you know or yeah. or even town um you know so that's i feel like the statistics are are pretty heavy and those people are not older they're also under 50 years old um so 
you know, it's, it's something I'm really passionate about and I have little to no deficits to deal with. Um, and I, I've been an athlete, you know, during my whole life, I guess you would say since I was 18 years old. Um, so it's just something that I wanted to do. I've been a marathoner and runner before I had three of the major strokes and I wanted to get back to it. And Teddy's team was a safe place to do that, um, which could kind of segue into a really good part of my marathon story, if you want. Yeah, we we <laughs> yeah. want to hear it. Yeah. We want to hear it. I, I just yeah. want to, you know, applaud you too. Like it, yeah. it's yeah. not easy for anyone to talk about anything, you know, medical history, et cetera. And yeah. um, oh. you bring awareness, uh, you know, to, everyone out there that even our tens of listeners that um, might might hear yeah. it but if they share it out and you know the word gets around and I think it's been incredible watching you promote you know um stroke awareness uh, yeah the, co- the the common the common theme that I hear from people who have heard the episodes and kind of heard your story is like the pragmatic way that you go about you know the the your scenario and your situation and then how you can address it and how you can like to to Gibby's point how you have the ability to sort of like spread some of that awareness to and that's really what this is about so i, I yeah aside from the fact that you just finished a marathon which i do yeah. not believe <laughs> right. i, I do not yeah i don't week. believe i could do it i honestly do not believe i could do it i don't even think i could get through the training so that part is awesome but then just all the other things that you just kind of like take in stride no pun intended is awesome too so definitely props to you for that Thank you. Yeah, it's been a lot, but it's definitely like it brings a lot of um, happiness and I guess comfort to know that I am helping people recognize the signs and that I I just urge people not to ignore the signs and symptoms is a big part of it, too. That's part for me. And I've also helped kind of some other stroke survivors to understand that you know, because there was, I believe, six or seven stroke survivors on running on our team this year, which okay, I think cool. is they've ever had. Um, so I just had some good conversations with them as well, because the hard thing about being a stroke survivor is, is that you are at much higher risk of having another stroke. Um, yeah. Kind of having co- those kind of candid conversations with them that, you know, you're not free, um, you know, and make sure you talk to your doctor and you know, be really wise if you go off, off of medications, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So your favorite story, we interrupted you to, to <laughs> praise you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of thinking about the, the marathon backwards. So the finish was like, a it was a great moment. You know, there's, there's kind of nothing that beats kind of crossing that iconic yeah. yellow and blue finish line up in Boston. Um, but uh, to kind of backtrack, a little bit is um I was doing great you know I was pacing really really strong in this race and um you know until about mile 22 um I did really well with heartbreak hill all of that good stuff um kind of cruised right up it strong and steady um but not too long after that was kind of that like kind of place set in where I hadn't trained to yet. So mile 22, you know, I said I trained up to 21 miles training block was my longest training run. And during my training runs, a lot of those kind of hard and heavy thoughts would hit, like, I don't know if this is safe. 
why am I doing this? Why am I here? Um, I would get like some anxiety, kind of feel like my chest tighten and kind of close up. Um, and that happened at like mile 22. Um, you know, I started to kind of hyper vigilantly look at my watches. I unfortunately did not wear my chest strap. I probably should have because that that was kind of like my the chest strap heart monitor was kind of my safety net of of watching my heart rate and and knowing that it was actually accurate. Okay. The the uh, the monitors tend to read a little bit inaccurate. Yeah. My yeah, they're Apple, not perfect. Yeah. Yeah, the Apple Watch will tend to read really high when it's not. Um, so I made, made the mistake of looking at Apple Watch <laughs> monitor. And then the, my mind definitely took over. I saw some ambulances. Ambulances mm-hmm. tend to give me, uh, I guess, uh, PTSD. <laughs> I would just yeah, yeah rightfully so. Yeah. Fear. Um, and I just remember, you know, just kind of thinking all the thoughts of like, what if I don't make it? What's going to happen? Who's going to help me? All of those things. And there's obviously thousands of people there, but uh, um, I luckily up ahead there was another Teddy C member, and uh, sorry, no, that's no, all right. Um, yeah, so he was up ahead, and. Uh, our jerseys were really bright. Actually, I should have got it to show you, but um, on the back, all in red, really huge, has like the be fast and we're just really recognizable. And uh, I didn't even know who it was. Our team was really big. We had five, 58 people on our team. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of us had, again, the names right, right here. So I just kind of ran right up to him, shoulder to shoulder, just looked across and saw his name was Scott. And uh, um he actually had been someone who was pretty candid at like our celebration night. And he was a really big fundraiser, one of the top fundraisers. And he accepted this award singing Garth Brooks song. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On the bus to Hopkinton was doing the same thing. Um, so I was kind of like, Oh, okay. It's the Garth Brooks guy. Cool. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of looked at him and it was really quiet, but it was just like, I need to run with you now. And yeah, he didn't say anything, but uh, I literally like was like, you know, a few inches away, shoulder to shoulder, just like not breaking pace from him. He was running fast enough that I felt like um, I wasn't going like deathly slow or anything. Um, it was a good pace for me to keep, and uh, he wasn't going too fast that I felt like I had to, you know, bail behind him or something like that and from mile 22 literally all the way to the finish or like hip to hip so any of the um finish photos that like boston took were like like right next to each other crossing the finish line together kind of the the whole bit and um i kind of broke free from him for a quick minute right around that like 25 and a half to mile like 26 or so um he's like, yeah, you can go, go ahead. And I did for a little bit, but then just with the way the crowd kind of went, I ended up kind of coming right back, back to him. And I didn't, we didn't talk nothing (laughs) the whole way. It's kind of like a hard um, point in the game to talk to somebody. Yeah. You're you're dialed in. You're just trying to get to the end. 
you're using all your mental energy to get to the finish. And um, I guess um, his story is basically that I definitely kept him going a lot faster than he was going to go. Um, <laughs> and that, uh, and, and running, I didn't walk at all. So this is actually the, I believe the first marathon, I didn't walk a step. Um, awesome. That's yeah. Like, at all. Like just, you know, I think it was like the perfect pace, um, yeah. you know, to the finish. You were just feeling it. Yeah. Yeah, I was just feeling it. And, you know, I probably could have broke free from him and went up ahead, but something kind of just kept telling me like, it's okay. It's okay. You know? Um, Yeah. That's awesome. That's the spirit of it. Right. It's like, like you said, so at the beginning you were, when you were saying you were going to heartbreak hill and you were sort of like, am I going to make it? The doubts creep in and then you see things and you're just kind of like your mind can take over. But I think the spirit of the whole thing is the togetherness and the, and the, the, you know, sort of like the collaboration it takes to, it could be a little yeah. thing and you didn't even speak to him. You just, you guys both just sort of like inspired each other in that yeah. moment, which I think is awesome. Yeah. 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 He knew I was a stroke survivor because we had met um, months ago in November um, mm-hmm. at the kickoff. And I told my story then, but he didn't really know my story very well um, until after the race. And I started to kind of tell him and sent him a bunch of stuff. And, you know, this was even a few days after the race. And he's like, oh, geez, you know, <laughs> uh, so, so he kind of realized that, you know, he definitely helped me to get that first post-stroke marathon in the books. Um, That's great. Yeah, it was. And it was an amazing moment. I think it was an amazing moment for for Teddy's team in general, because that's what the team is for, you know, Um supporting stroke survivors for their comeback, you know? So I'm looking at this as my, as my comeback 2023, you know? Yeah. That's it. It's like rest, you know, take your time. Oh yeah. But are you, are you playing another race? Are you like, and I, I hate saying that yeah. because it's always like, oh, you accomplished this major. <laughs> we always look to the next. What's thing. next. Right. But like, no. so I don't want to phrase it that way, but I'm yeah. getting a sense from you that what's oh, next. That's, oh, there's definitely next. Yeah. I, I needed to finish this marathon safe and strong. Yeah. Uh, which I did, you know, I crossed the finish line, literally like perfect running form, you know, looking really strong. Um, the next, I actually um, decided to stay on Teddy's team for the rest of the year. Yep. <laughs> and I'm going to run New York. <laughs> oh, wow. When is yep. New York? Is that October? November. November. I was going to say, I feel like yep. it's in the fall. And then when is yep. Chicago is when? Is Chicago kind of? October. Okay. So it's hard to do both of those. That'd be tough. It would be very tough to do both. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's yeah. No, no, listen again. I I would not be able to do any of them, but I'm thinking like there probably are some people who do both and I can't imagine that. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. It's not even really me, you know, before this to do multiple road marathons, especially in a year. Um it's more of like a yearly goal, but um I'm feeling really strong. I actually I don't have any issues from finishing this marathon. My hamstrings were really, really sore, but that's pretty much gone now. And we're just a week out. So I think that that's, that's pretty good. No foot pain, no like funny, like calf ankle, um, IT band, nothing's pulled, you know, I'm just, I think the, 
the big thing right now is not to do anything crazy for a little while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take yeah. it easy. But, so but what, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, what, what are some of the things like you, you've been yeah. at this now for a, a while, you know, planning this and, you know, yes. all that you've done in terms of stroke awareness too. Like you must've looked back in there, you know, you, you mentioned when we were talking about this before we started recording, like, you know, both the mental preparation and stress and fatigue and the, the actual body fatigue from running the marathon, like, um, you know, what, are there any takeaways that you've learned through this process where, you know, you felt like you've grown or, or, oh, you know, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I've grown pretty wise over this training cycle. So kind of the story that I just told about pulling back because I was pulling back, I was running a pace of about um, anywhere between eight, 10 minute miles and like 8.30, and I pulled back to about a 9.30-minute mile pace. Okay. Um, right. Um, I do believe that I could have broken on if I really wanted to, but this training cycle, I've been better than ever listening to my body and listening to my mind. Um, I've practiced that in the gym many, many times when I feel like, you know, heart rate getting really high. Um that kind of stuff, which is kind of like really pulling back, modifying. I've practiced that in my long runs by myself. Again, kind of like, you know, like kind of pulling back and being conservative because uh, I I do have that real competitive side with myself. And um, I've I've learned, you know, it's okay to to pull it back and rein it in a little bit. And you kind of find that like safe place and um and and through doing that I've actually um retrained my heart rate um to to be super stable which it, it had been pretty erratic um in some half marathons and things that I had tried to run before this so I think yeah yeah I've really um kind of grown that way mentally and physically if that yeah. makes sense yeah Definitely does. There's a lot of nuance to it. It's not linear. That's that from what I've been told, obviously from a red after we met last time. So that's cool that you were able to do that. That seems yeah, almost as hard as anything else. Yeah, it is. It is hard because it's really hard if you know you're capable mm. to step back a little bit. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. about like push that extra. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this wouldn't be one night in Pinehurst if we didn't ask you a very important question about a passion of mine. Um, What, what was your meal post marathon? Uh, (laughs) What what was your go-to meal? Where did you go? Yeah. Great question. I didn't get the hamburger that I had previously talked about. Uh. (laughs) I haven't had that yet. So maybe this week, you know, but uh, chicken fingers and French fries. Classic are amazing yeah um were they the chicken uh, fingers that have like a very thick crunchy breading on it or were they like a little bit of a less less breaded like thinner no they're pretty crunchy there are a lot of bread sure and french fries there was an endless supply of that at teddy's and his little um i don't want to call it but at the the post party event uh all t- kinds of great food. And uh, my husband, Jason, got me a glass of champagne, awesome. which uh, 
Um, I was scared to drink at first. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> what is this going to do to my my body? It's already yeah. so tired. But but I did get it down the whole thing eventually, and uh, it was it actually was a pretty good uh, post marathon drink. <laughs> I think uh, the bubbles and stuff, you know. Yeah. Well earned. Yeah. yeah, that was um, yeah, it was amazing for sure. And uh, so, whole, oh, yeah. sorry, go ahead. I, I've never um, experienced anything like Boston. Uh, and you probably, if you interviewed people that run Boston, they'll say the same thing. The, the spectators are just like nothing else, nothing like I've ever seen. Just screaming, you know, mile one to twenty six point two. You know, just the, the energy is so much positivity. Um, you know, I I did extremely well in the the whole way. Uh, you know, felt really strong. Felt like if I ever needed a pick me up, all I would do is kind of instead of running in the middle of the road, go closer to the gates where the people are and just put my hand up. I would. You could just get high fives for miles, like no kidding. And I love. I kind of like test out the crowd a little bit here or there because it actually it downpoured for a while. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was a yeah. wet track. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was wet, so I was completely soaked all the way through for some time. Luckily, it did lighten up. Um, but yeah, when I would kind of see the crowd was kind of like low. If I ran over to them and just put your arm up, oh boy, yeah, it was like you got to be ready for that because like the energy you got back was tenfold. Screaming your name, just like everyone getting riled. It was they're out there all day too, like you said. It's like it's 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 the only spectator sport where there's like not one thing there's one thing happening on a loop it's not like a game of some sort you have to like keep yeah. interested yeah it's Definitely. impressive yeah and a lot of people warned me that uh it's like definitely a thing trying to find your spot in the pack the first few miles yeah that, that pretty mentally oh. challenging i was getting frustrated because you're like not moving you're like and you're just looking at your clock like Oh, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah. like, but then right after like mile two, it opened up and I was able to run the pace I wanted to run. Yeah. The faster runners will separate and like the ones that are actually trying to win the marathon and then you get a little space yeah. and then it kind of opens up. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. But, yeah. Selena, um, thank you for yeah. sharing your story the first time sure. around. Like, honestly, I think uh, Maddie and I were talking when we saw each other about a month or so ago um, and people were asking us, you know, what's the show that you've gotten the most feedback about? And it was absolutely uh, yep. your story and you know, oh. spreading the word. So um, it's very relatable. Yep. Very much. And, and uh, so you've made a huge impact. Yeah. I hope so. You know, I, if if that's the like the least that I can do that, you know, I'm happy to hear that, you know, yeah. I'm happy to hear that. And, um, you know, I, I highly recommend running Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch Boston one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 or just watching it, you know, definitely. Well, yeah, for sure. Um, we're, we're good at uh, high fives here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can do that. So we'll be, you guys give me high fives. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Selena, where can um, where can people learn a little bit more um, about either Teddy's team or stroke awareness uh, before we sign off? Yeah, the, the perfect place to go um, is Teddy's team because they have tons, and I brought my little magnet again. They have tons of info online um, for people to access. They even have in their website places where you could print posters with all these graphics and signs on them if you wanted to hang them up at work or anything. But I do know if you even reach out to them, they'll send you stuff for free. Um, Yeah. Um, So teddysteam.org is the the place, number one place to go. Um, You could um, reach out to the American Heart Association as well. They they definitely um, post a lot of information on stroke and heart disease um, for sure. But just knowing, again, knowing the signs, um, be fast. Uh, and, you know, if you're having any of those signs or symptoms, get to the exactly. hospital. Yeah. Even if they're, even if they're not like severe, yeah. that's one thing I'm trying to drill into people is that they, sometimes the signs and symptoms are not severe. Yeah. 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 But I appreciate, you know, you guys having me back on. And of course. It's our course. pleasure. Yeah. We love having you keep running, keep running. You're inspiring. Uh, the metal too. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, <and> then... <laughs> no chips in the in the nails either. No. Nope. Yeah. Yep. Wearing them. Yeah. The... Yeah. Sure, that's awesome. Selena, yeah, you... thank you. Maddie, yeah. great to see you again. You we'll too, bud. Thank you, Selena. And, um, Selena, thank, thank you so much. This was such a great uh, return to vacate from vacation and um, return of of the show. And congratulations on yes, the congrats. Good work. And thank you for the support. I appreciate it. Of course. All right, guys.